0: Hey there, what's up you guys? It's me, your boy JD and welcome back to another episode of JD Interviews the Podcast. And uh, before we begin for this episode, I know that the way I've been uploading the schedule uploads for the episodes is kind of whack. It's out of place and everything. But um, I've decided to actually start uploading episodes on the weekly and it's going to be every Saturday and it's going to be up... On Spotify or on Apple Podcasts at 8 p.m. Philippine Standard Time, and the thing is, the reason for this is because it's going to be a day before the weekly episodes of JDN Reviews on YouTube, and and with that, JDN Review Season Two Episode One is going to be out tomorrow. Uh, Season One Episode One is going to be out tomorrow, and I hope you guys watch it if you guys are listening to this podcast because without that the podcast won't even exist so anyways um let's begin talking about what we're gonna be tackling for today's episode and just a quick run through on that we're gonna be talking about the nba uh my top three personal choices for the mvp race the what a little bit about the pba and some sneaker news that I'm kind of concerned about so with that being said before we begin you know this episode is actually brought to you by JHK Mart it is the best online Korean Mart that's out there so you guys might want to grab a bottle of soju while listening to this podcast so anyway let's talk about the NBA so with me like what I mentioned a while ago we're gonna be talking about the MVP race and for me there are top three people that's on my mind for the candidates of the mvp and this is in no particular order and the reason for that is because i believe that these three guys are number one when in just terms of the mvp because they all make a case for being the top guy as mvp front runners so number one would obviously be uh, the guy who's being hyped up right now to be the MVP and that is Joel Embiid and the reason for that is number one, they are the number one seed in the East and comparable to how they perform without him they do win some games without him but they win more while he's playing and the way he's been playing right now under Doc Rivers he's just phenomenal today I think he just dropped a 50 point game 50.17 rebounds five assists as far as i know team steals one block something like that and that feat is just unbelievable especially with the way he plays he is such a hybrid he's seven foot two he can shoot the three he has he can beat you in the first step if you are not careful enough on defense he can post you up he can dunk on you he can run he has the mid-range game he has a little bit of handles for a big guy and for me honestly I'm very excited and as you guys know uh, from Season 1 of JDN Reviews, I did cop a pair of the Embiid Embiid ones and I'm going to be doing a performance review on those on Season 2. Anyways, uh, a reason why I cop that is because I do believe that Joel Embiid is such a great player. Uh, As a guy who's always been a fan of big men, centers, power forwards in the NBA. I couldn't pass up on the opportunity of a big man having a signature shoe that's the reason why I actually copped one. But yeah, as a fan of that particular position in in basketball, I'm just really excited that one of uh, one center is being mentioned in one at least one of the two centers is being mentioned in the MVP races. We all know the other center is Jokic, but that's a different case. I do want to focus more on Embiid. Is it just the hype or is it just the fans that, you know, it's hyping him up? No, check out his numbers. Check out his team's numbers, it PR. Check it all. He's, he's playing on a different level this particular season. And I think that he does deserve that MVP vote if ever the MVP voting was, you know, finished. So the second guy on my list is... A guy that's making a really, really good case about it as well, and his name is Stephen Curry. And the guy who has his own brand is making quite a run this season, averages 30 a game, uh, playing his heart out every game without Clay Thompson, without another superstar um, on their roster. Although Draymond Green is such a big help, but you know, he does he can only do so much in terms of scoring. But Draymond Green is a com- best one of the best complementary players for the player of Steph's caliber. But th- let's talk about Steph. Steph's been averaging thirty, uh, and he's trying to keep his team afloat in the playoffs in the Western, in, in the Western Conference. And we all know how hard that is because the Western Conference, even though the East is catching up western conference is just a different ball game and we all know that but with the way Steph has been playing it's just different you know i mean he plays like an mvp every single game and i think that if he does and if he is able to bring the warriors to at least the fourth or the fourth or fifth seed i think that the war that he can actually win the mvp but with that being said, I don't think that they're going to win a championship this season because we all know that that it's quite an impossible feat to do without you know, without another superstar on your team. The last person that I can think of that did that was Dirk Nowitzki back in 2011 when he dismantled the Heat's big 3. But yeah. And that's pretty much my thoughts on Uh, the second guy so finally my third guy is obviously you know my my personal favorite player which is LeBron James and I'm not just putting them him in the MVP category because you know he is my favorite player but rather because if you look at the way he's been playing over the past few games yes they've been losing uh, a little bit of games here and there because Anthony Davis is not on the court but if you look at his minutes if you look at his numbers if you look basically How much he impacts his team when he's there and when he's on and off the court it's just it's just a whole different ball game i mean it's pretty much like steph when when lebron is not on the court we all know that the lakers aren't winning and even if with anthony davis being there we all know that the lebron the lakers is lebron's team and anthony davis is you know, as much of a good offensive player he is, he can actually, you know, and he's done it. He's actually led a New Orleans Pelicans team before to an eighth seed. I don't think that Anthony Davis can do it on a night in, night out basis because LeBron, back in 2018, before the whole injuries and all that, back when he was still teammates with Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and all those young guys, he was able to bring them to the fourth seed until the injuries came along and... They missed the playoffs But Now again Going back You look at LeBron's numbers He's averaging that At the age of what 36 I mean He should be retiring People usually of that age Or at the You know At the back end Of their careers But LeBron is still At the climax of his career The peak of his career And uh, The NBA should You know They should still Keep watch of the Lakers Because I don't think LeBron Is slowing anytime soon I think that with the way he's been playing, with the way he's been playing in terms of minutes, I just think it's unbelievable. But if Anthony Davis doesn't go back to the way he was last season and the way he was in the bubble, I doubt the Lakers are going to win a championship. And I think the only way for LeBron to win the MVP is if he is able to secure at least the second seed in the West and if he is able to, you know, get... More and more historic numbers by the season because last night against Brooklyn, he did get his 35,000 points. Point, sorry, 35,000 point, and he is the third member of the 35,000 club, and that that makes a strong case. That really does make a strong case for him becoming MVP because he is the youngest guy to make 35,000 points at the age of 36, and considering that 36 in terms of professional sports, 36 is actually know it's quite of an age already and it's like what i mentioned a while ago it is the back end of most professional athletes so anyways guys those are my top three guys for the mvp but what are your who are your top mvp players because for my friends some it's steph curry some former some of my friends they say it should be dame some of my friends are saying it should be this guy and this guy some are even saying it should be harden for some reason even though harden is performing very well but he is in the brooklyn net so i'm not really sure but other than that um these are my guys so if you guys have a different you know people or person in mind uh don't hesitate to share message me on instagram comment on facebook or you know comment on the youtube channel uh let's let's have a healthy conversation about why that guy should be the mvp so anyways uh, going to some local basketball news we all know that abueva was traded abueva is one of my personal favorite players especially with the way he plays i actually don't like his you know antics you know the way he trash talks and everything because i'm an avid believer of not trash talking letting your your game talk but Abueva was traded about two days ago, and this is the whole breakdown of the trade. Basically, Abueva, in terms of players, Abueva gets traded for Banchero from Alaska. And I'm sorry, wait, wait. I'm I, apologies, apologies. It's not uh, <laughs> apologies. It's not Ban. Uh, it's not uh, banchero. He is gonna be traded to Magnolia for sorry I'm, I'm checking out the, the whole breakdown of the trade as of right now I'm scrolling through the laptop I forgot who the player was but as far as I remember a picks were involved I think the 6th pick was involved and and at the same time I think the 18th pick was involved for uh, for this trade ah there as I have I see it um Abueva was traded to Banchero from um, to Banchero for the sixth pick and the 18th pick. As far as I remember, it's a straight swap out for those for the picks and for the players. And what are my thoughts on this? Uh, number one, my thoughts are: I just feel sad for Abueva because he just came back. He played in the PBA bubble last year and he performed very well and i'm very very happy that he is back although i do feel bad because he does get traded and you know he wasn't able to really go out there and perform for uh, phoenix but now i'm kind of happy at the same time because he is going to be paired up with paul lee and paul lee is another player of almost the same caliber and at the same time, you know, mixing these two guys together, I think that's going to make quite some noise in the PBA. And I think that there's a chance for them to actually, you know, go out there and actually win a title. And I'm just very, very excited. I'm see- I'm excited to see Abueva do play for Magnolia. And I do hope that this is the last trade because I do want to cop an Abueva jersey. And yeah. Yeah another trade that did happen about a few weeks ago and I was very very disappointed with this one is the CJ Paris trade and guys what are your thoughts about this this happened about the start of the month and CJ Paris was was traded to San Miguel from from Jeep right so from Terra firma and I'm just I'm just really confused because this is the trade breakdown. CJ SMB gets CJ Peralta straight up, but Terra Firma gets Rosa Escoto, Joel Alolino, Matt Gonwellas Rosser, SMB's season 46 and 48th first round picks. Now this is something that I'm kind of sad about because CJ Perez is one of my favorite players. I was actually supposed to cop a jersey of his when he was in the Jeep, but then he got traded. So I'm like, never mind, I don't want to cop uh, an SMB jersey. And not because I'm not a fan of SMB. It's just that I think that they overstack and I can't believe the league actually allows this because it is quite of an, un- an unfair trade. CJ Perez is a... He's a talent. He's pretty much a talent that you don't, don't just let go. You don't just let him go for first-round picks. So, let's say Season 46, 48, first-round picks. But SMB does so well because you have Jun Marvardo in that team. And you, now you got CJ Perez on that team. Two players that are on the, of this caliber. Uh, do you honestly expect the, this team to actually perform really bad? Obviously not. Season 46 and 48, these are probably going to be lousy picks. And... I just think it's unfair that they get three good bench and role players while you know the SMB out here performing what the next Golden State Warriors or something, I don't know. But <laughs> you get what I'm saying, right? I mean, it's kind of disappointing that they did trade this. Although if CJ Perez does get to win a championship, that will be a good that'll be a sight to see, but him winning with Jeep, that would have been a better sight to see for me. So anyways, guys, that pretty much takes care of it for my uh, portion of the PBA. Uh, I'm going to be going back to the PBA more or less once, you know, once they've started their season because I am a basketball fan. I watch any kind of basketball, professional basketball at least, whether it's um, college level, uh, whether it's semi-pro level or professional level. I am an avid fan. I enjoy it. So... And I encourage you guys to watch local basketball as well. Because our talents here in the Philippines, they're getting better year by year. And it's just unbelievable. So, let's start on about sneakers now. So, this is actually just going to be really quick in terms of the sneakers. Because for an, for the sneaker talk that, that I'm going to be doing is... I'm kind of concerned because there's still no leak on the KD14. I mean, aren't you guys concerned? Because usually... The KDs are are bound to release sometime March and April, right? And February is almost finished. Yet, there are no leaks on the KD-14. And this concerns me because is the KD-14... Is the KD line finally finished? Did they finally finish with the KD-13? And the KD-13, not exactly disappointing, but it came after the KD-12, which was such a good shoe, which was an amazing sneaker. And now you're going to stop the line with a K with just the KD13 if if let's just say that the KD13 is the last of its line now i'm just a little bit concerned because no tech specs are are leaked not even a single picture is leaked nothing at all but if there is and maybe i'm just not updated please do message me on instagram and tell me that there is a leak because i am praying that there is one so Aren't you guys concerned? Because usually, right? Usually, like months before release, usually a month or two before the official release of a certain basketball sneaker. Usually, there already is a leak. And for some reason, there's still no images leaked of the KD14. So anyways, guys, that pretty much takes care of it for today's episode. Uh, Thank you again for listening all the way until the end. Uh, Please don't forget to give us a follow here on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. We upload there on the weekly every Sunday, 5 p.m. Philippine Standard Time and the way here also every Saturdays, 8 p.m. Philippine Standard Time. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow me on TikTok. I actually started doing TikToks. So, yeah. Anyways, guys, this was your boy JD. I'll see you guys next week.